What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Becoming Creative. This has been an amazing journey um, so far. And before I get into anything, I just want to, again, just really, really thank you guys to the listeners, to the viewers, um, to the people that I kind of talk to in person. Um, All of the love and support that Becoming Creative has been getting over the last couple weeks has been really amazing for me. Um, and maybe I'll speak about it too within this, this episode because it kind of relates, but it's been so good to hear, um, the different reviews of like what people are getting from it, what people, um, are learning of me, right? People that I know like in my day-to-day life, but like what they're learning of me and listening to these podcasts. Um, and then just for other people outside of like my inter, like my inner circle, really, um, that are really, really just reson like the information and the content is just resonating with folk. And I'm really excited, um, to hear and to know that it makes me feel really good. And it makes me feel like the things that I've thought of and the things that have been kind of like, where I feel like God has impressed on me, um, are, are in fact what they are and they're good. Right. And so I'm just trying to like, let God lead me in it and, I just thank you guys for all the encouragement, all of the encouragement getting through this. I'm also working on not saying the word um, so in this episode, (laughs) you kind of hear me do these dramatic stops. It's me trying to perfect the way I, I articulate for you guys. And so just bear with me with that. But again, thank you guys for all of the love all of the downloads, all of the listens. Um, And if this is your first time checking in with Becoming Creative, welcome. Thank you. Glad you're here. Uh, (laughs) Make sure you subscribe, like, download, do what you need to do in order for this to be in your ears, okay? Or on your screens, wherever you are. Um, Please go to the pilot. See, I said I'm already. Please go back to the pilot get a, get some context as to what this even is, and then come on back to this episode. And so today I wanted to talk briefly, briefly, mind you, wanted to talk a little bit briefly about my therapy journey. Um, it's a hot topic. I'm saying up again, but it's okay. It's a hot topic. I believe amongst, especially amongst the black community. I think we are, becoming a lot comfortable with expressing our weaknesses. I think we're becoming a lot comfortable talking about where we are and like being honest with ourselves. As a community, we are becoming a lot more comfortable expressing um, that we are not okay. And that, just that phrase and that in that place um, has been something that I've struggled with, right? Just not being okay and not necessarily having the words to express why or what is not okay about me. Um, and so, yeah, I wanted to talk about that. So let's get into it. So why did I even start therapy? Why? I started therapy about a year ago and I want to say it was last, not in 2022, but in 2021, in November, oh no, no, like in September, I had experienced a really traumatic event. So just to make a long story short, I was at a bus stop waiting to get on the bus to come home. 
and altercation kind of starts around me somewhere. And these two guys start arguing and all of a sudden one of the guys start chasing the other one. The victim end up ends up getting kind of pinned to a bus and the guy going after him starts to stab him. And after the stabbing, the guy runs away and you know the victim is now on the floor and I'm watch I'm just I'm watching I'm watching life leave out of a human being. And that's something that I've never experienced before. Never, you know, the closest to a dead body is like at a funeral, honestly. And so to see that in real time, in real life, it was like this outer body experience. I can remember saying like, I remember screaming like, are you serious? Are you serious? Like to the person doing it. Um, And it was like right in front of me, like as close as this camera is to me um and I'm shooting on a 16 millimeter so we're still fairly close like it was just one of the wildest things I've ever experienced and and so I'm watching this guy lose his life right in front of me I'm on the phone with 911 telling them what happened all of these things and so after seeing that experiencing that I was really shooken up I, I feel like my mind really scrambled after that. Um, I found that I was beginning to withdraw a bit. I wasn't as light and as up as people know me to be. I think mentally I was just trying to understand like, what is life? Like, what are we doing here? You know, as, as quickly as that happened in front of me, like this man's, this young man's life was, was gone. And, you know, he, and he was young. Like he went to school today. He went to school that day and he did not know that he wouldn't make it back home. And I couldn't come to grips with that. This young man went to school, had a day at school, hung out with his friends for the last time. And he did not, know that he was not going home after like at the end of that day and so that messed with me that messed with me so much especially me being a teacher it messed with me and so my mind was scrambled I was in a place where I just couldn't I just wasn't processing well and so thankfully I go to a church that has a strong community um, of believers and those praying for me. And one of young ladies um, at church, I'm saying, um, and so it's, it's okay. Um, (laughs) One of the ladies at church is a therapist and she said, listen, if you need to sit and talk with someone, let me know. I'll I'll connect you with someone. And at some point I took her up on the offer and she linked me up with a really great therapist. I love, 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 love my therapist right now. And in that first session with my therapist, it was a rough one. It was a rough one because I was the heaviness of everything that I had experienced. And I was like replaying the thing a lot in my head. I did not go to the bus stop for a while. I found that I was, wherever I was, I was 
thinking about where the exits were, just like really just moving in a different, just being really on edge and anxiety was a bit up. And in that first session with her, all of that heaviness was, I was able to kind of like drop that on somebody. And if you know me, I'm not one that likes to put my burdens on other people. I grew up kind of feeling like I didn't want to be a burden to my mother because of other things happening around me growing up and, you know, things with my brothers that were, that were happening and I saw were impacting her like greatly. And I said in myself, I said in my head, okay, I'm not going to be a burden. And so a lot of things I began to do as a kid was, you know, she won't have to worry about me. You deal with that. Don't you worry about me. I did that as a kid and in therapy I started to learn why I did that and where that even came from but either way being able to dump and being able to finally be in a place where I can really release all of my feelings be vocal about them that was new for me because I'm not I'm not one that just does that naturally and so going to therapy once I did it the first time then I was like okay I feel a little bit better I know that I need this is something I need to continue. And I thought I thought well maybe if I'm consistent with speaking about my feelings and now I have someone who can kind of decipher and kind of filter and and help me process the things that I that that I'm that have gone through and that I am going through. I don't know, maybe this will impact the way I interact with God and like maybe it will better my relationship with God. And one thing I will say to that and give some advice here is that if you are diving into therapy, um, especially if you are a believer, a lot of my content and a lot of my things are focused toward a believer because I am a believer, but I believe everyone can use this advice. Even if you're a non-believer, I would still advise you to do what I'm about to say. If you're going into therapy, I would strongly suggest that you find a, a Christian therapist, Christian therapist. And I say that because when you're doing, when you're dealing with the matters of your heart and the matters of like your past and all of these traumas that you may be bringing up, I, I wouldn't suggest while therapists give you a lot of tools to cope and a lot of tools to, to get through things, I think with a Christian therapist, they're able to give you the word to couple with your feelings and you're giving tools to overcome the thing. And I won't say that that's, um, I won't say that that aspect is not within a, a regular therapist who doesn't have a Christian context, but I just think there is a lot more power and strength behind those tools that you're getting versus it just being surface in a sense or just practical tools to get over something or to get through something the word of God is so powerful the word of God is so powerful the word of God is so powerful and I just want to repeat that it is so powerful um life comes out of the out of the word and so if you're dealing with a trauma dealing with something that has that has weighed you down. You need something of, you need light to go into that place. And so I just really encourage and advise that. And so 
getting matched up with my therapist, it was amazing to kind of talk things out and then have someone be able to one, say it back to me, but then give me context of where it's coming from. And so, first of all, I thought I was going to therapy to kind of get over the whole, you know, fact that I saw someone die and get killed in front of me situation. But no, God works in mysterious ways because I feel like we dealt with that for like one session and then everything else was like, okay, tell me about your family. Tell me about you. Where, who are you? Where, where did, let me know about you. And, and so from there, the journey really became this self-discovery of who Kim is. And while the Lord has brought me through a process of, of learning how to love myself, learning how to accept myself, learning how to, to see God in myself, like in my gifts, in the way I, um, in the way I show up for people, in the way I interact with people, like God has showed and, and taught me a lot of things about myself. I think one one of the blessings was being able to speak to my therapist and her being able to point back to things in my childhood as to why I do things the way I do now, or why I process or why I think the way I think now. And that has been an, that has been amazing. I didn't realize that as a kid, I was silent, silenced. And I wasn't silenced because anyone silenced me. I wasn't oppressed. But the way I experience things and the way I process um, hurts, disappointments, is I withdraw. I, I take a step back. And... Like I said before, there was a lot of things happening with my brothers as they grew up and my mom dealt with that and it was so burdensome for her. Like I, I watched it be it be a burden. I watched it be troublesome for her. And in a lot of a lot of those times my mom would talk to me about how she felt and what was going on with her. And I was young and while I was able to be a sounding board for her because me and my mom were really close. We still are. Um, but by her doing that, I didn't have all the tools to process all of those things as a, as a child because I'm a child, right? I didn't have all the tools to process that. And so as a result, I took all that information and I've held it here and I said, this, this is everything I'm not going to be. And it's hard for a kid to, to make that kind of, to make that kind of adjustment because there's no way I could predict or say, I will never be that thing. I will never be all of this that is causing all this trouble for my mother. There's no way for me to say that. I haven't even lived or experienced anything that would give me the impression that I will never go in that direction. I will never do anything that is disappointing to my mother. Not necessarily the things that my brothers have done, but the point is, is I was looking at what they've done. I said, I will never disappoint my mother this way. And that you can't make that kind of, you can't make that kind of decision as a kid because there are going to be so many, there were so many things that were 
lying ahead that I would disappoint my mother in a sense. And so if we fast forward a bit, when I got through, went through college and had a hard time and, you know, things were coming at me and I'm not dealing with them well, I then became or did the thing that I said I'd never do, which was disappoint my mother. I didn't finish school. I was doing bad in uh, in classes because of things happening at school. And so that disappointment, that thing that I said I would never be, I found myself in that position. And when I found myself in that position, it was devastating for me. It was devastating for me. Now, give a little more context. <laughs> um, as a child, I never got beat as a child. I never got a beating. Like, what, Kim? Pull out belt. Never never had that, you know? And I have a lot of people in my life who feel like, mm-hmm, yeah, it's because you ain't never got beat. And it's like, don't do that to me. Because I wasn't that kind of kid. Like, I didn't need to get a beating. But the one thing that my mom could say that would be worse than a beating for me is, Kim, I'm really disappointed that you did that. Well, I'm really disappointed that you would think you have to do that. It would t- that would tear me. It tears me up. Even to th- today, it tears me up. And so to see where that came from and where that idea formulated in my mind and how it how it grew with me and how it like showed itself, I realized that okay, as a kid, I silenced myself because I did not want to add to the pile of things happening. Um, and so when I would have a problem or if I feel like, oh, I'm struggling with this thing or whatever, I would not vocalize it because I didn't want to add to strife. And so these are things that I, I wouldn't have found out if I had not been in therapy. I just would not. Like the inner child, this whole inner child thing, is wild because I think we've we've experienced a lot of things a lot of things and not known and did not know how to process those things and so as adults we find these things in our personalities and the way we move and the way we the way we work as a human and we go about it not realizing like ah oh, that's a that's a slight that's a, that's a little defect right that oh I see the little flaws in me and instead of us addressing the flaws, we just kind of like, and we let, you know, we let the the stronger parts of our personality kind of overshadow those things. But I've been learning um, just spiritually. I want to be whole. I, I'm I'm believing God for wholeness. I am believing God for full transport, uh, full transformation. I'm believing God for wholeness. I'm believing God to completely turn my life around because. That is the type of God I serve. I serve a God that doesn't do anything halfway. He doesn't, he, he gives all of him. He gives all of him to me. And I am trusting that I can give all of myself to him, or at least that he could deal with all of me. Right. And so I'm not settling for, okay, I'm just going to keep these little flaws over here and let the let the good parts overshadow. That's not it. I can trust God in those small areas. I can trust God in those flawed places. 
And God can cleanse, revive, redeem, restore in those places. Like God can do that. And if I don't trust him, well, then I should question what I believe. You know what I mean? And so going through therapy has shown me those small, those flawed places in me. Um, it showed me where pride lives. It showed me where there are, there are parts where I still take on like a victim kind, like a victim persona. <laughs> um, especially when I think about my past, there are times where I can, I can feel like, dang, I was a victim of these things. Um, but going to therapy and being able to speak and being able to talk through things have allowed me to overcome. They've allowed me to overcome and overcome so much that I am very much vocal about what God is doing in me now and what God, how God has redeemed and restored me from things of the, of the past and I don't know. I just feel like I'm standing taller. I feel like I'm moving a lot more confidently. I feel like everything that I'm, that I know I'm called to do, I'm doing it with a different vigor, a different strength behind it. And I think it's because I'm allowing God into the places that are weak and he's, he is becoming strong in those, in those spaces. Right. And so I know that I am not called to be perfect but I am called to allow God to be perfect in me and so that is what I want and that is what I strive for and I think in me sitting in therapy and understanding who I am understanding what God has birthed in me like what I was born with (laughs) right it's just been an experience where I'm able to really look at myself and say, okay, it's like, I'm, it's like, it's, it's made me feel comfortable being weak, weak in a particular area, or it's made me feel comfortable saying like, yeah, in those, in those situations, I'm, I don't, I don't do well. I don't process well in those situations. Um, and it's allowed me to see things afar off. It's allowed me to really be able to see like, mm, this situation is not going to work out well. Lord, what should I do? Like it, it's happened like at least three times where I've been able to see something afar off. And I'm like, I'm not going to fare well in there. I'm not going to do well if it gets to that. And so it's just, it's, it's eye opening to, to go, to go to therapy and man, oh man, I I wish, (laughs) I wish I had done it earlier, right? But you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. So I don't want to get into feeling like, oh, if I would have known this three years ago, where would I be now? But the point is, is that with therapy and with how God even allowed for that to happen, I know that I am in right step with God right now. Like I'm where I'm supposed to be. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing right now. And that's a beautiful feeling to have. It's it's a it's an assuring, comfortable feeling to have. It's not comfortable to go through. I will say that. It's not comfortable to go through. Because I feel like each session I, I low key have like this ball in my throat. Like just 
I'm just holding on not to break down sometimes, but it's not always comfortable, but it works. It works because it, it, it's revealing. It's revealing. And so while it's not always comfortable, it's okay because I'm under, it's, it's allowing me more understanding versus me just kind of like moving with no, with no real like hold or, or hold on like who I am and, and how am I showing up? How am I presenting myself? How is God kind of like moving? And so, you know, it's been, it's been a ride and I'm excited for where it's going. I actually need to schedule an appointment (laughs) soon, probably this week because I didn't last week or the week before that. Um, but yeah, I think the journey with therapy has been great. And I think it is, it is really, hmm. So for those who don't know, I'm a worship leader at my church. And as a worship leader, I think sometimes the Lord makes you very sensitive to different things happening in the air, happening around you. We're, as worship leaders, we are called to control, facilitate, create an atmosphere where, um, and I want to take the word control actually out of there because I'm not, I'm not made to control an atmosphere. Um, but I am made to facilitate and work within in creating an atmosphere for God to engage with his people. And so as a worship leader, yeah, I feel a lot of different things. And in therapy, understanding who I am, learning about different things about me, I'm learning that there are sometimes emotions and sometimes feelings that are not necessarily from from me. Like I'm not actually feeling them, but this, I'm so sensitive to them that it feels as if it is something I'm going through. And I know that that's happening so that I can now speak to that. I'm, I can now lead out of that place and, and I can hear God and empathize and I can resonate with the feeling and being able to like allow God to speak and, and kind of pull someone else out of that place. And so without before therapy, it used to happen to me a lot where I would, these things would just kind of, would just kind of like come over me. And I'm like, what is that? Like, I don't even feel that way. I don't even feel sad. I'm not even, I don't even feel that way. Like what, what is going on? But and, and back then I wouldn't be able to necessarily cope with it well. I wasn't able to like just kind of go through it the best way. But through therapy it has shown me, okay, that's not for you. That's not what you really feel. And so now you can use that to now, you can now use that and be that for the moment so that someone else can get delivered and pulled out of that space. I hope that makes sense. I hope that makes sense. And so I feel like I would not have known that if I had not started this journey with therapy and it, it's really impacted the way I serve and the way I lead worship strongly because I'm, I'm leading from a place of just like knowing, just knowing how to process and knowing how to 
be me and be okay with who I am and being okay with how I think, how God has fashioned me. It's, yeah, I, I just think it's been an amazing journey and it's so revealing and I love it. I, I'm so grateful for it. I'm grateful that God allowed the opportunity for me to, to kind of get into it and and so, yeah, I, I, I pray for those of you who are listening, who are watching, who may be on the fence about therapy. And I just really want to encourage you to find a way. Um, be open to it, especially finding a good Christian therapist. But I will also say the ultimate therapist of them all is the Lord. Prayer, pray, 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 pray. Do not allow your circumstances, dang it. I really encourage you to pray, pray. Do not allow trauma or your circumstances to have this one up over you because you don't have to live that way. You don't have to live in a defeated place because God has, God has allowed for us to all benefit from his presence we all have access to him and if you do not know him especially if you've experienced something traumatic it is an opportunity for you to get linked up with the God the creator of you one to really gain to to, to gain life out of your trauma in spite of your trauma you can gain life from it. And I know that's hard to hear when you're like in the midst of it. It's very hard to hear. I, I know it. I've been there. Um, but I want you to know that God is waiting. He's waiting for you. He's waiting. He's always waiting for us. And even after listening to this podcast, I pray that you would yourself pray. That you would talk to God and that you would give over your feelings, give over your thoughts, give over your experiences so that God can be made perfect in your weakness. That is the ultimate, ultimate counselor, Prince of Peace. He is the ultimate. And so thankfully he has used his people to also strategize and gain skills to help us cope with our, our own feelings and our own uh, experiences. And I'm just grateful that God really gives us all that we need. Every single time God gives us all that we need. And all we have to do is just be made available to him, you know, and us receiving him as our savior. We are availing ourselves to him so that he can get the glory out of our lives. And so I pray that you guys are well. I hope this was of some value to you. And I'm hopeful, too, to hear testimonies in the comments or if you want to DM me or anything like that. If you've started therapy out of seeing this video or hearing this podcast, let me know in the comments. You know what I mean? I, I definitely want to journey with you, too, and just pray for you as you continue that journey. And I, I pray that God will reveal himself in every detail of it and every aspect of it. Um, because God is doing this, doing that for me. And 
God is God is something. God is real, y'all. I don't know if y'all know it, but God is real, and uh, God is real, and He's probably the He's the best thing to find. God is the best thing to find, especially in the midst of like a troubling time, or you know. So I just wanted to say that. Thank you guys for listening to the pod. Um, wherever you are, if you're in the car, I hope you get to where you're going safely. And uh, yeah, Jesus loves y'all. I love y'all. I'll see you guys in the next pod. See you guys in the next video. Bye.